Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 175 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about how the San Diego Padres are baseball's biggest disappointment. The Padres, for a portion of the season, were one of the best teams in the National League. They have star players all around in Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, Hugh Darvish. But now, instead of making the postseason, they may finish with a record below 500. The Padres started the year 34-20 and and looked along with the Dodgers and Giants as the class of the National League, but have since gone 44-58, and and one of the biggest reasons why is not all of their star players have played well. Hugh Darvish is still a big name, but he's not the same guy he was with Texas. He has a record of 8-11 and with a 4.22 ERA. Darvish was having a good year until he was injured and when he returned he struggled mightily with a 6.16 earn run average over his last 12 starts. Another player who is still decent but is not the guy he used to be is Eric Hosmer who this year hit 272 with 12 homers and 65 RBIs. Darvish this year made 21 million dollars while Hosmer made 19. The Padres did not get their money's worth for these elite players. In fact, this year the Padres had a payroll of around $180 million, the highest in franchise history. When we think of Eric Hosmer, we think of that guy who was with the Kansas City Royals and was a big part of that World Series winning team. And when we think of you, Darvish, we think of that guy with the Texas Rangers who was a strikeout machine. These players are not who they used to be, and that's the biggest issue for the San Diego Padres. And these guys are locked up long term. Hugh Darvish is going to remain a member of the Padres and Eric Hosmer is going to remain a member of the Padres. They need to fix it. They need to become those old players again or these will become two of the worst contracts in all of baseball. The other major main issue with the Padres is their rotation. The Padres were supposed to have one of the best rotations and really only one starting pitcher had a stellar year and that's a surprising guy. It was Joe Musgrove who has gone 11-9 with a 3.22 ERA and has thrown a no-hitter this season. Next season, they might be better because they're getting Mike Clevenger back, but still, they are going to need bounce-back years from Hugh Darvish and Blake Snell, who was once a Cy Young Award winner who now struggles to go deep into ballgames. Right now, this team lacks an ace, and they really haven't had one since Jake Peavy, and this is a team that plays in Petco, a pitcher-friendly ballpark The San Diego Padres have one guy with double-digit wins this year, and that's Joe Musgrove. Remember this offseason, we were talking about their super rotation. Oh, they're going to have Mike Clevenger. They're going to have Hugh Darvish. They're going to have Blake Snell. None of those guys produced. Again, Clevenger didn't produce because of injury. They're going to get him back, but Blake Snell was not nearly as good as the Padres needed him to be. This guy struggles to go five or six innings consistently now. That's the biggest issue with the San Diego Padres. When you look at their core players, you do not think of them during their time with the Padres. When I think of Eric Hosmer, I think of him as a Kansas City Royal. That's when he was at his best. When I think of Manny Machado, he's been really good for the Padres, but I still think of him as a Baltimore Oriole. When I think about Blake Snell, I think about the Rays. I don't think about the Padres. And when I think of you, Darvish, I think about the Texas Rangers and even the Chicago Cubs before I think about 
him as a member of the Padres. They have gotten all these players from other teams and none of them are playing like the guys that they were for those other teams. What I really think is the most embarrassing thing about the San Diego Padres this year is not that they're not going to make the postseason. It's that the San Francisco Giants are. The San Francisco Giants have won over a hundred games this year. If you had told me at the beginning of the season that the San Francisco Giants were going to have a better record than the San Diego Padres, I would have told you they were insane. But what do they really have that the Padres don't? And that is a core. The Padres do not have a core. When you look at these teams that are winning World Series, they have a nucleus of homegrown players. I mean, yes, we think of these big-time franchises and how they spend big money on free agency, but look at the Red Sox in 2018. They had Mookie Betts. They had Xander Bogarts. These are guys that were homegrown players. Then you look at the Houston Astros, Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve. Yeah, they bought starting pitching with Justin Verlander, but really they won a World Series because of their homegrown talent. Alex Bregman, you look at the Dodgers. Yes, the Dodgers spent big-time money on guys like Mookie Betts, but they homegrown Cody Bellinger. They produced Max Muncy. And with the Giants, they still have some of that championship core. They still have Buster Posey. They still have Brandon Belt. They still have Brandon Crawford. These are guys that the San Francisco Giants produce. It is not simple enough to just go out and spend free agency money and expect to have a World Series championship caliber team. That's what the Giants have that the San Diego Padres do not. They have a core of players that you think of as San Francisco Giants players. You don't think of anyone on the San Diego Padres other than the Fernando Tatis Jr. as a member of the Padres. You think about them with their past teams. That's what I think the biggest issue is for the San Diego Padres. The Padres are trying to act like a big market team and it is not working. And then you also have the weirdness of what's going on with their superstar player, Fernando Tatis, who is one of the most exciting young players in the game, who has 41 homers, 95 RBIs, and 25 steals this year, but missed some time, about 30 games due to injury, and committed 22 errors at a shortstop, and at the end of the year, they moved him from shortstop to the outfield. I think they have a real issue about what the future for Fernando Tatis Jr. is. They need this guy to be healthy for a full 162 games, or they will never be looked at as legitimate contenders. That's what it comes down to. Yes, they have all those nice star players that they signed, but really the guy that's most important to the Padres is Fernando Tatis Jr. And that's why I find the thing kind of ironic that this team spent all this money on these high price market outsiders when the most important player on their team is Fernando Tatis Jr. And of course, they gave him that 14-year deal. He is the future of that organization. They need more guys like Fernando Tatis Jr. and less guys like Eric Hosmer, less guys like Manny Machado, and less guys like you Darvish. They need more homegrown talent. And this is nothing new. The San Diego Padres have done this before. The general manager of the Padres loves to bring in big names. His name is AJ Preller. He brought in Craig Kimbrell, Justin Upton, Matt Kemp, James Shields, and again, Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, you Darvish, Blake Snell, and honestly, only Machado has been great with the Padres. The rest have been massive disappointments. I think there's been so much movement with their roster. There's really no core. They have nice players like Jake Cronenworth, Will Myers, Trent
Trent Grisham, Adam Frazier, but their lineup is not nearly as deep as the Dodgers. The Padres should really strive to be the Dodgers, not because they have stars, but because they are the deepest team in baseball. The Dodgers have won 100 games again this year, despite the fact that their former MVP Cody Bellinger has had a mediocre season. That's something the Padres need to be like. When their guys don't produce, they need to have a backup plan. That's what the Dodgers have. They are so deep that they can survive losing a guy like Trevor Bauer. They can survive Cody Bellinger not being the same guy. That's the type of organization that the Padres need to be. And really, the Padres shouldn't even try to imitate the Dodgers. What they should really strive for is to be like the St. Louis Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals are like the in-between of a big market team and a small market team. Yes, sometimes they try to bring in big names like Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, but really, like the Padres, the Cardinals are mass-producing great talent who are homegrown. Again, the Dodgers have big names like Max Scherzer and Mookie Betts, but remember the guys that they developed, Max Muncie, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, these guys are the reasons the Dodgers are the Dodgers. I think the lesson for the Padres and for all of Major League Baseball is you should sprinkle in a few high-priced free agents, but you should not build an entire team around them. The San Diego Padres lack an identity because of their lack of homegrown talent. They really have only one guy who you think of as a Padre, and again, that's Fernando Tatis Jr. The Padres are just another example of how winning the offseason does not matter. In years past, the Marlins won the offseason. Remember when they brought in Jose Reyes, Jose Castillo, Heath Bell, and Mark Burley? We all thought that the Marlins were going to be the next it team of the National League. A year into that, they broke that entire team off. They traded Jose Reyes to the Blue Jays. They traded Mark Burley to the Blue Jays. And then you had the Los Angeles Angels who won the offseason, bringing in former MVPs Albert Pujols, Josh Hamilton. They also brought in C.J. Wilson, who they thought they was going to be an ace. And soon you realize that team was going to go nowhere. When you look at what the Angels did last offseason when they brought in Anthony Rendon, I mean, they continue to bring in these high-priced free agents. They brought in Justin Upton instead of developing talent around Mike Trout. I mean, look at this. The Oakland Athletics have been far more consistent than the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, despite the fact that the Angels spend a crazy amount of money on their baseball team. What the money you put in does not mean you're going to have a good baseball team. Again, the Oakland A's have gone to the postseason a lot more over the past decade than the Los Angeles Angels. Remember the offseason where the Red Sox dominated? Remember this offseason? They brought in Carl Crawford from the Rays, Adrian Gonzalez from the Padres, and John Lackey from the Angels. And again, they did it with Hanley Ramirez and Pablo Sandoval years later. Those moves were thought of as great at the time, and then those teams and those players did not produce. When you look at the history of the Red Sox, when they've won the World Series, they have not won it when they won the offseason. They won the World Series in 2013 when they had a mix of veterans mixed in with their core of young players. But when they tried to win by a World Series with Adrian Gonzalez and Carl Crawford and John Lackey, it did not pan out for them. Again, in 2018, they didn't win the offseason. Nobody expected them to be that good, but they won because of that homegrown talent of Mookie Betts, Andrew Benintendi, Jackie Bradley. That team was loaded. Yes, they had J.D. Martinez, and they didn't win the offseason, though. They sprinkled in a 
veteran core with their young core. That's how the Red Sox won. Whenever the Red Sox have tried to buy a World Series, it has failed in epic fashion each time. Baseball is unlike a sport like basketball where the individuals matter. Remember, some of the biggest names in baseball have been high-priced free agency. Barry Bonds went to the San Francisco Giants, and yes, he became one of the all-time greats, and we know why. But guess what the San Francisco Giants didn't do during Barry Bonds' time there? They did not win a World Series. Alex Rodriguez went to the Texas Rangers to save the franchise. It didn't do anything. Baseball is not an individual sport. You need to have a great team, and that's something the San Diego Padres do not have right now. They do not have a great team because they are built around a bunch of outsiders who have had great success with other organizations not named the San Diego Padres. That's what I think is the biggest failure of the Padres. I think the New York Yankees are the best examples of what I'm talking about. Remember in the 90s when they won all those World Series? They won four World Series in five years and everyone thinks of them as big time spenders. But during that championship run, that was all homegrown talent. They had Derek Jeter, they had Mariano Rivera, they had Bernie Williams, they had Jorge Posada, they had Andy Pettit. Yes, did they have some veterans sprinkled in like Tino Martinez, Paul O'Neill, Roger Clemens, David Cohn? Yes, they had a nucleus that was built on some veterans, but they also had this young core, and the young core was the reason they were winning all those World Series. And then when you got to the early 2000s, all the Yankees were doing was spending money on high-priced veterans. When they brought in Mike Messina, they didn't win a World Series. When they brought in Jason Giambi, they didn't win a World Series. Interestingly enough, I think the last time a team won the offseason and also ended up winning a World Series was the 2009 Yankees. That Yankees team brought in CC Sabathia, Mark Teixeira, and AJ Burnett. Those are rare exceptions to the rule. I think the CC Sabathia signing continues to be one of the best free agent signings of all time. I think CC Sabathia was just as good with the Yankees as he was with the Indians and as he was with the Brewers the year before. I think he was fantastic as the Yankees. I think he is one of the best pitchers in Yankees history and I hope he makes it to the Hall of Fame. And then you have Mark Teixeira who was a perfect fit for the Yankees. You had him with Alex Rodriguez, Robinson Cano, Derek Jeter, Nick Swisher. That lineup was insane. They also had Jorge Posada still going strong. And even AJ Burnett was pretty good with the Yankees that first season. But really 2009 was the last time for me that a team won the offseason and went on to win the World Series. My point being is when the Yankees were a dynasty, they weren't winning the offseason. They were developing a team, a culture, a core. That is something the San Diego Padres are not doing right now. They are not developing a team. They are not developing a core. All they are doing each and every offseason is winning the offseason and winning the offseason does not get you to the World Series or in this case to the postseason and that's why A.J. Preller has failed the San Diego Padres because he has not learned from the lessons of the past. Remember he brought in Kimbrell, he brought in Matt Kemp, he brought in Justin Upton and then when that didn't work out he had to blow up that team and he continues to do the same thing over and over again which is the definition of insanity. That's why I think the San Diego Padres need to change their philosophy and maybe doing so they need to get rid of A.J. Preller because clearly his philosophy is I'm going to win the offseason. I'm going to bring in the big names. I'm going to bring in you Darvish. I'm going to bring in Hosmer. I'm going to bring in Machado. But that is not working. That is not leading to success. I know they may 
made the postseason last year, but this year is his biggest failing yet because we were all talking about this team. We were all talking about them because of what their players did in their past organizations, not what they have done for the Padres. And that's why I have serious questions about the future of the franchise. This offseason, what they need to do is add a quality starter or two and add a third bat in the order to go along with Tatis and Machado. But one has to wonder if they should do the same thing again and try to get high-priced free agents. I think they just need some guys who are good at playing the game of baseball and they need to go about getting guys that are not so high-priced that they can develop into good players. At some point, the money is going to run out with the San Diego Padres. My biggest fear for the Padres and for A.J. Preller as the general manager is that he's going to continue to do the same things. I wouldn't be that shocked if this offseason he goes in with a plan of, oh look, Fernando Tatis Jr. can't play shortstop anymore. I'm going to bring in Carlos Correa and I'm going to give him north of $200 million. And that's what I think would be the biggest mistake possible. You cannot continue to do the same things. You cannot buy a World Series championship. It hasn't been done since 2009 and I have no faith that the San Diego Padres are going to do it now. Look at what the Giants did. That's something that they should strive for. They need to build a core around Tatis Jr. They cannot continue to be high-priced free agent spenders because it is not working. They're going to continue to do the same thing over and over again, and it's going to lead them nowhere. Look at the Angels. Look at where they are. They got all those high-priced free agents and nothing to show for it, and the exact same thing is happening with the San Diego Padres. I'm not going to lie. They're in a difficult spot because they're in this weird in-between. They can't fully hit the reset button because they have way too much money invested in this team, but they're not good enough to win a World Series right now. I mean, they're like a high-priced spender that's acting like a big market team, yet they're winning at the rate of a small market team. I think the San Diego Padres are not only the biggest disappointment in all of baseball, I think they will continue to be looked at as that because of all the money that they're spending, and it's going to lead to absolutely nowhere. They need to find that in-between, and they don't really have the time to do it. I mean, they put all that money into Fernando Tatis Jr. They better become a contender quick. And frankly, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I hope they can turn it around. I hope the San Diego Padres bounce back. I hope Eric Hosmer bounces back. I hope you Darvish bounces back. I hope all their high-priced free agents that they acquired and all their big trades end up paying out for them. But I don't see it happening. I think the San Diego Padres will continue to be talked about and maybe end up winning another offseason, but I don't see them being World Series contenders anytime soon. And in a year, Fernando Tatis Jr. might be looked at as the best player in all of baseball, but that will not be enough for the Padres. The Padres don't need great players. They need a great team. That's the problem with the Padres. I don't look at that roster and I don't view them as a team. They're a bunch of outsiders, high-priced free agents that they brought in or big-name trades that were made. They do not have a core. I'll put this in the simplest way possible to end this podcast. The San Diego Padres need to start getting players who are having their best years ahead of them and not their best years behind them. They have so many players on their roster who have already had their best days in baseball. They've already been MVP candidates. They've already been Cy Young contenders. They've already been great relievers. They've already done it. They need players who are going to have their best years as members of the San Diego Padres. And when they do that, the Padres will finally be a contending baseball team. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every
every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.